Rock. And we know that yesterday, as part of the $12.8 million package to lure people from overseas once the international borders open later this month, the Northern Territory Government has put forward a strong focus on international worker incentives. So there's $2.6 million on the table to deliver the Working Holiday Maker campaign and Tourism and Hospitality Turbo Charge. Now, this includes a marketing campaign to attract around 2,000 new tourism and hospitality workers to the NT by April. Uh, This is among several other international worker incentives, including migration support and connecting businesses with job seekers. It's something that industry's been talking about for quite some time. And the CEO of Hospitality here in the Northern Territory, Alex Bruce, joins me on the line. Good morning to you, Alex. Good morning, Katie. Alex, what is the feeling in the hospitality industry about yesterday's announcement? Uh, look, a fair bit of positive news over the last 24 or 48 hours, yep. you know, um, from Qantas flight through to the packages announced yesterday that will help us both promote international tourism uh, back into the Territory, but also, importantly, have the workforce ready to match that. Um, there's even a work hard, play hard, little extra kicker that we can provide hospitality workers that we do recruit up here, which gets them out and about on their days off, further contributing to a bit of a boost into the tourism space. So uh, credit to the government and the agencies that have been working on this. Um, it's it's safe to say, you know, the crystal ball of COVID, no one really knew what we were going to face last year. And we, we, we hit our peak seasons in Top End and Central Australia very early on in our strides. A lot of that got ripped out as the East Coast went into lockdowns, but we found as things were gearing up, we didn't have the workers to match it last year. So this is a little bit further forward for us. Our typical uh, peak recruitment is March, April. Uh, Still a lot of uncertainty, I've got to say, and unfortunately there's still a lot of businesses that are employing less people and putting less people on rosters right now. But um, we are looking at light at the end of that tunnel and hopefully matching that as things normalise and customers, both locals and tourists, come back, we we have the workforce ready to to serve them. Yeah, it's because it's kind of difficult, isn't it? Like, until those tourists arrive and, and until you've got all of those visitors out and about, and until you've got more people in your pubs and restaurants and cafes, etc., it's hard to sort of put extra people on until you've got the customers coming in. That's it. And um, a lot of businesses are holding staff right now um, and trading in losses, but they want to keep those staff connected to the business because they are hoping that, you know, Come the dry season, it is a different uh, kettle of fish we're dealing with. So it is a juggling act. It's it, it, it's tricky. Um, the government did do that hardship package a couple of weeks ago for us. It wasn't quite what we were after, but um, better than nothing. And then yeah. yesterday's announcements, we got we got to say, you know, we do appreciate that they are they are they are working in the space as best they can. Yeah, and obviously um, this package does have a focus on filling those gaps and meeting the skill shortages in the territory's workforce. Um, how like how engaged have have the government been with the likes of organisations like yours in terms of sort of creating that marketing campaign and the best approach needed to try and lure people to the Territory? Uh, Look, the marketing stuff, I think there are... We we have an abundance of so-called experts up here, so I'll leave it to them. But, you know, uh, behind the scenes engagement with some of the backpacker joints to help those backpackers that come up, place them in our industry and other industries, uh, try and keep them for longer this season. Uh, There's been a lot of work behind the scenes from from industry in that space and and the government department, so that's all very good. And, you know, we do have Carl Cox coming back up again. Yep. 
Um, we, we are hoping that we can be a bit of a revival spot again for the backpacker market that had been in decline for many years previous to COVID. Um, now, do you reckon that the idea of attracting 2,000 people, that's what they've said their aim is, um, by April, is that realistic? Yeah, it is. I'd say there's still confusion and uncertainty on some of the rules in our space and what kind of environment uh, those people would be coming to. So mm-hmm. it was good to hear the chief on your show yesterday say that international tourists that were coming in and, you know, potentially future workers for us, yep. uh, the, 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 the double vaccination would be all that's required. Uh, but, you know, how does that sit with our workforce mandate where to employ them? They might need a third jab. Um, others have correctly identified, well, what's the discrepancy between locals versus internationals? And does that also mean domestic tourists are similarly only going to need yeah. two jabs? So, you know, we'd ideally we'd love that third jab requirement only on aged care and nursing homes and all those vulnerable spaces, leave that to them. Uh, but, you know... If a customer's coming from Sydney or bloody Sweden and I'm serving them a beer at the pub, how come the worker has to be triple vaxxed but neither of the two customers do? So, you know, we'd like to get the uh, vax mandate off our workforce as soon as possible. Yeah, And And, and again, you know, we've spoken about this before, Katie, but, you know, uh, those that aren't going to get vaxxed aren't going to get vaxxed. Um, and we just need to move on and stop denigrating them. Yeah, and that was, uh, you know, with that triple vax, double vax with the international tourists, that was something that, uh, you know, that we'd all been wondering exactly what was going to happen. And, and yesterday when he said that, I did ask, is that fair then, given the fact that you are expecting workers to be triple vaxxed? Um, he didn't seem like he was going to budge in that space. So are we now spending money advertising a international person to come here to tour here and hopefully to work with us only for them to turn up and say, sorry, you can't get the job with us. This is where we need that certainty, isn't it? You know, like we've got to have those Correct. rules in place. There's got to be that. It's got to be there clear in black and white in those chief health officer directions so that uh, people know exactly what they're in for. That's it. And, you know, we, we thought that we were learning to live with it or that we should be living with it by now. Um, mm. And we do support the vaccine. We do continue to encourage and we'll be putting out messages into our workforce going forward now. Uh, but, you know, the actual mandate itself it may have been um, passed its use-by date. Well, Alex Bruce, it's always good to catch up with you. I really appreciate your time this morning. Just very quickly, mate, what do you think of these uh, Qantas flights? Oh, great news. And um, if we can get not only tourists, but some workers on those planes from London coming in, that would be fantastic. Mm, It really would be. Always appreciate your time, Alex. Thanks so much for having a chat with me this morning. Cheers, Katie. All the best. Thank you.